Chloe, I don't want it. Chloe. I mean, you created us. So. She, said, she said only 50% of us. I wonder what she's talking about. I think it's time okay. to do a producer appreciation podcast. We love you, Chloe. Okay. Welcome to the bundle of hers. This is her G in the studio today. We have Bushra, Margot, and Lean. It's Margot's birthday. Happy hey. birthday! Yay! So, as many of you already know, we have an Instagram page. If you don't, you should follow us. It's bundle of hers. One thing that we started noticing is like it took us a long time to kind of get into the groove of posting stuff on Instagram, but also. Um, we would take a lot of pictures and then only pick our favorites, but it kind of uh, got us thinking like the pressures we feel of like selecting the right photograph, but again, still telling our story. I think there's a lot of like, there's a balance between that, but also this kind of pull back and forth, like what we should post versus what we feel is true to ourselves. And I think we've been trying to be as true to ourselves as possible. And that kind of, thought pushed us to want to have a discussion on body image and kind of how we see ourselves or how people see us and how that you know the two don't match up all the time yeah so I think it's interesting when there's four of us right and we post a group picture it always takes a long time to pick a picture that we all think we each look good in Mm -hmm. and that kind of sparks this what you were talking about Harjeet is like the pressures that we feel maybe like the outside pressures that each of us feel of the way we should look in a Mm -hmm. photograph and that differs between each of us and so when we all come together to pick one picture we tend to take a long time and so that's oh that's I think that's what Harjeet's saying is like that takes it's interesting we want to talk about and explore further the thought process between the pressures that may be good or bad that we feel when we're deciding what to put on social media, yeah. but then like how we feel about our own body image too. Yeah. Like in the age of social media, there's so much pressure on women, especially to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I think we all tend to fall into it. And so maybe we can talk about ways to combat it as well. Right. I think you bring up an excellent point because it does take us a while to choose, um, the photos that we want that we want to post because we're all so like self-critical mm-hmm. of ourselves but like we look at everybody else and like oh you guys look so amazing but I look awful or something like right. that like I feel like we've all at one point said something like that um but I think that's just kind of like a testament to like this like facade that I feel like some of us or all of us really um, kind of have to play into like we're so afraid of posting a picture that looks bad because you know like in you know in the age of social media mm-hmm. you want to put your best foot forward right and right. that this is that doesn't necessarily um that doesn't necessarily encompass like you as a person per se um like all facets of your life. Um, including the imperfections. So I just think that's very interesting. So I kind of have a question for all of you. Um, at what age do you think you started noticing that you're a person that someone can notice or that you have an image? 14. That's a weirdly specific age, Lean. Do you want to elaborate? So I used to have, my neighbor was a really good friend of mine. And what happened was it was around 14 when all of a sudden 
every time he would come over to ask if we could play, my parents would say, don't answer the door, lean, go inside. Mm. Or they would tell him no, or they'd kick him away. And and then that same year when I went to Palestine, the catcalling was kind of what I, I started actually noticing catcalling. Yeah. Not specifically towards me or anything, but I noticed it in the street. Like I'd noticed it with other women. I noticed it with other girls. And I noticed a lot of my cousins would be like, you know, they'd notice it as well. And they'd point it out to me. And so that's kind of when I was like, wait, how long has this been going on for? So I think that's when I was thrown from like the safety zone into like, you're now a female zone, you know? So lean, mm-hmm. can you explain to me how this like your background has uh, impacted the way you view yourself like image wise there's two sides to it on one side women were meant to be beautiful Mm -hmm. and at the same time that's the side you can only show to family and so you have to hide your good features in public and so at the same time in public if you ever dress like that you're you're pretty much asking for it you know and so there's kind of like this this imbalance where it's like can i am i supposed to be beautiful am i supposed to make myself ugly and you never know what to do and so Mm -hmm. i think For my body image, that very much was like, you know, for me, it was more detrimental when I got into high school, when I started, you know, when I formulated this idea of what my religion means to me. Mm -hmm. And then I just kept having pressures from outside telling me that that's not the way religion is. Mm -hmm. And it got to the point where it's like, wow, even if I'm wearing my white coat and have a stethoscope around my neck, going to clinic, you know, doing all the things that I want to do as a physician where I thought, you know, people would start, would stop identifying me as a female and now start identifying me as look this is a person who's trying to bring change and it still didn't work you know and that's kind of where I lost a little bit of motivation and it kind of haunted me through the courses a little bit Um, I kind of tried to put it out of my mind but Mm -hmm. now every time we take a picture or selfie or something and you know I know like I'm the I'm the worst at this you guys know that we want to post something on Instagram always like oh I hate the way I look I don't know if I look this way so it has definitely like impacted impacted my body image 100 percent yeah what about you, Margo? Yeah, so I have a little bit of a different background than you, Lean, um, but I also have felt conflicted. But to your original question, Harjeet, of when, how old was I when I first started noticing? I don't know an exact age, but there, I think I was in middle school when I first asked my mom for makeup for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And somehow I had gotten the idea that if I could just get mascara, then I would look pretty. And then, you know, when I put on the mascara, I didn't feel pretty. So then it was like, oh, maybe if I put on eyeshadow, then I'll look pretty. To me, it felt like a never ending chase of like, oh, I just have to do this to look pretty. I just have to do this. And it never felt satisfied or happy with my image. Mm-hmm. And this was like, pre um, social media era. So I don't know if it was from like TV or where I was getting these ideas because my mom didn't wear makeup growing up and she was a very like humble, beautiful woman and never emphasized like wearing beautiful things to look and feel beautiful. She just was beautiful and like encouraged that for us. So I don't know where I had got these ideas in middle school, maybe from my peers, but Mm -hmm. um, so even pre social media that was happening. And then I think when I was in college was the start of social media era especially Facebook. And so that was, I never posted pictures because I never felt happy with myself. And um, it was very conflicting to like see all these beautiful pictures of my friends. And, Mm -hmm. and I think um, after I graduated college and people started posting more selfies and, you know, it became easier to take pictures of yourself on your phone. I thought it was going to be a really great thing that we would start seeing images of normal women and in their everyday lives But then all the filters came and people started taking time to select, you know, take a thousand pictures and only pick the one good one where you look perfect according to whatever standard. And so then it became 
almost on the opposite spectrum of that, where it could have been a very positive thing to combat, like the Hollywood image that we, you know, are bombarded with, um, with pictures of everyday women. But I don't think that happened necessarily. And I still felt very insecure with my body, with the way I looked, because I just never felt like stereotypically beautiful for American culture. I think it wasn't until I started doing yoga consistently and becoming and becoming a yoga teacher that I kind of went inside and found like an internal beauty and an internal flame mm-hmm. and have been able now to say, you know what, this is who I am. And I think I am beautiful and I don't care like what other people think or what I should or shouldn't look like. Yeah. And so that's been more helpful for me in like in kind of starting this journey on Instagram because I still am more of a private person and don't always post anyways. Mm-hmm. But when we started the bundle of hers journey, I had it was a little bit uncomfortable for me at first to like I had that initial tension of like, oh, I don't want to put that picture. But then I just have this talk with myself that I'm like, you know what? That's who you are. Yeah. And you can't change that. You should be happy mm-hmm. with it. But that's a struggle that I still have every day. And it's a journey, a constant journey that I'm taking to battle. Um, the pressures of social media and body image. Lean you had a thought? I was going to say, I think the worst thing, and it it starts around that age of high school, like when you're younger, is comparing yourself to your friends and comparing yourself to images. And I think that's where it becomes even worse and worse. Mm -hmm. Um, I know like, you know, middle school, it's like, oh, you're comparing yourself to the popular person who has all these guys after her. That's something I have to achieve. But where did they get that idea? Exactly, right? right? And so it's kind of like, it makes you wonder, like, where did this... How did this even start? Like, why is this cycle even a thing in in school and education? Why is this a thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Bushra? Like, aware of self-image kind of thing? I think I would say I was pretty young. I feel like I'm a very, like, uh, introspective person from a really young age. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like an information gatherer, I like to say. <laughs> I like that. Oh, uh, introvert. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, like, I I mean, you notice things, right? You notice um, women beautifying themselves. You notice um, the way that people act. You notice you notice all, the, all these things, right? I come from, I think, a culture that's very prideful in the way that you look the way that you show yourself to the outside world. Mm -hmm. I think it's like around like probably sophomore, junior year, maybe even senior year. I started to care more about the way I looked and like, because that's when social media all started for me. That's when I, when I first got Facebook, I saw people posting all this stuff and I'm like, you know, of course I want to fit in. So I'm like, you know, I didn't know what the heck I was doing with makeup and stuff. And then I started college And with college, I think that's where my mentality kind of shifted more to like, I should really care about the way I looked because when I like went to campus, there's all these like, you know, beautiful girls who like, you know, wear nice clothes and they're like, you know, into the latest fashion. And so I felt like I needed to keep up a little bit and I was constantly comparing myself to other women. And I think, I think that's where like, most of my insecurities stem from like a lot of girls were like hella skinny and like super fit and I was none of those things and so I was like oh god (laughs) and so in college like I started to put more of an effort into the way I looked I lost like a ton of weight Mm -hmm. in college you usually gain what what do they say the freshman 15 yeah I lost like 40 pounds Mm -hmm. um because I wanted to fit in And it wasn't necessarily in the most healthiest way. I was like cutting calories like a lot. 
And then towards the end of college, that's when I started kind of like, like I said, I'm an, in, like, I'm an introspective person. Like I, I kind of took a step back and just kind of like deal with some of the issues that I had and just realize, hey, why, why am I doing this? You know what I mean? Why am I trying to fit in? It doesn't necessarily mean like, I think today you guys will see that I'm, I love wearing makeup. Um, mm-hmm. and for me, it's more of like, I love the process of putting it on. It's like, it just kind of takes your mind away from all the BS of school and like all the things that are in your mind, all mm-hmm. the things that you have to do. And you just kind of like, you know, you're focused on this one thing. And like, that's the part of my daily routine that I absolutely love because I'm just kind of in my own element. I listen to music blaring loud and you you guys know the kind of music yeah, that I listen to. I love it. <laughs> and, and so it just kind of takes me away from all of it. It's not necessarily like a, I have to look good for something. It's like more for myself. It's for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I also have days where I'm like, mm, not really feeling it. I'm going to roll with my sweats and my baggy shirt <laughs> and a beanie. Actually, last week I posted, <laughs> I posted an Instagram story where I was like basically two different people. Like w- one side of me where it's like, I'm completely like low key. I am wearing flats. I have sweats on. I have like my beanie on. My hair looks crazy. And then like the next side of me is like, I was all dolled up like those are two parts of me that I you know I don't necessarily think are in opposition with each other they're just you know at any given moment I could feel feel one way or the other Mm -hmm. it's how you choose to express yourself exactly for you yeah 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 that's beautiful um but I think it's really empowering that you found you know how to express yourself and and Mm -hmm. we're both combating the social norms now but um Harji what about your story when did you first start noticing or becoming self-aware and in in terms of like a social perspective um so I think I started noticing things at a very very young age like I um have said in past podcasts you know like in my culture it was very much like I learned that I was a girl first and then second I learned that I was a sexual being which is kind of like interesting to think that I was in elementary right I I think I was like six or seven and I knew that you know one day I would get married right one day I would have to bear kids so um this whole image thing is actually was like a huge part of my life um in my family we had arranged marriages I would always hear my mom talk to my older sisters that she wouldn't directly say anything to me because I was still young But I would hear her say, like, you're looking a little bit fat. Make sure you start losing weight. We're in, like, junior high and elementary. And again, I want to give a disclaimer that this is my story. It doesn't represent my whole community. Um, So I think the impacts that left on me were really huge. You know, I would dress very, like, conservatively or whatever conservative is considered, right? I'd wear no dresses, no makeup. So I didn't wear makeup until I think I was in my third year of college. And so I'd wear no makeup. I made sure I did braids, like, my hair in braids. I wore no dresses. And, like, you know, it was hard for me because when I was in junior high, I started realizing myself that I was, a like, I was attracted to people And I would be like, oh, I want to dress up. And like, you know, all the girls look so cute. Like, I want to wear dresses like them. 
I, I just like bottled all that emotion within me. Right. And so like I would be really particular about the way I did my hair. I knew I couldn't do makeup. So like I wanted my hair super straight. Like I didn't want flyaway hairs because I was like, oh, that's going to look messy. Right. And then when I was in college, I was like, why do I care so much about how I look? And I think the thing was, it's all these messages that's been been throwing around like in culture, in like American society. Like I remember when I was in junior high, my friends would be like, oh, um, the new Miss World is Indian. Indian people are so beautiful. But I didn't I didn't identify with that. I always thought I was fat, even though I wasn't. And I've like, I, I think that that word always stuck with me. And I would even like talk about it. And sometimes I had friends that were a little bit bigger than me. And like, I think it now that I think of it, I think I hurt their feelings, too, because I would always like talk about my weight. Um, I think when I started college, I was like, you know what? Like, I need to figure out how I can start loving myself, mm-hmm. because the thing is not loving the way I look really took a toll on me. I remember when I think this was actually very recent, again, like two, three years ago, I had like this big, I would say meltdown or whatever. I was like really depressed. And I thought about a lot of things. That's where, that's when I like realized like I need to be more confident with who I am, who I am as a person. So this is what I did. So tips for people who are struggling with that. What I did is I started noticing things I like about myself and slowly, slowly I would do this. And then every day I discovered there was other things I liked about myself. It took me a lot of years to get rid of that, you know, that whole perception that I need to look good for a man. So now too, when I do makeup, I do it because it makes me feel good, right? I don't do it for anybody else. Um, and it again, it's like a calming routine. And I think that, you know, getting that awareness of like there's beauty in me in the way I look really helped my like mental health. I also do want to add, I um, I believe in the Sikh faith and that really helped me come back into myself as well because I learned that a saying in our, our book that, you are born perfect the way you are. So there's nothing you have to change about yourself. And I think that really kind of grounded me too when I like really understand what my faith believes in or what I believe in. And it adds to my faith. I think the thing is that body image is something like we don't often talk about. Like I've even had conversations with some of my friends who I think are beautiful. Right. And they tell me that they also struggle with thinking they're beautiful. So it's like this whole thing that, Everyone has that struggle. And I think talking about it, like I love that we're talking about it because it's so amazing to see you guys, y'all's journey through coming into yourself. I think it's an ongoing journey. I wouldn't say Mm -hmm. I'm perfect. Some days I'm just like, oh my God, I look so bad, you know, or I'm just like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm still not the way I want to be. Right. And, you know, sadly still in my community and my culture even in my family some people will tell me like you're not looking the ideal way that you look right but i think that the the thing is now i feel like i have that awareness at least i'm working on it you know and that makes me happy so now when we post on the bundle of hers i think like yes i still do think about what i'm posting but i think it's it's a much faster process process than it was in the past and i also want to add like you know sometimes you do like like i said i like dressing up and i do want in some you know some scenarios i do want to present myself in a certain way Mm -hmm. you know so i think that like i don't think there's any harm in you know doing what doing things but it's doing what you want to do that's important right? right and so like um 
yeah, so that's what I was going to add. So did you have a thought, Margo? Yeah. So I was going to say, I think you're, um, you mentioned self-affirmation or, you know, telling yourself positive attributes that you like about yourself or just even positive things like you can do this or you're a good person or something is so powerful. And it's something so simple that everyone can do right on their own. And, and that is really a key part to success. Um, yeah. Margot makes me do it every day. Yeah. <laughs> I think, but I think um, as we move into third year and into our careers as physicians, there's going to be a lot more pressures on us, especially as women in the way that we should look and, mm-hmm. and act in the in the wards and in our careers and so i think that fact that we're talking about it now and like trying to combat it and become strong confident self-loving people will make us better doctors because we can have we have compassion for ourselves and then we can have compassion for our patients a person doesn't have to look a certain way to fill a certain role right and i always think about that too right so i like next year we're going to be on the wards on rotations in different clinics, whatever situations. Mm-hmm. And so I always wonder, um, are there's the way that you present yourself, meaning the outward appearance. And then there's the way that you carry yourself, meaning how you do your work, how you yeah. take care of patients, how you present, how you, um, come up with plans, um, whatever, you know, all the things that entail in, in third year. So I always think about like which one's going to make more of an impact. And I always I want to say the latter will. Right. Um, but I also have this fear that, you know, the like your first impression that you make is not based off of like what you know in your head. It's like based off of the way that you look. And so like in my head, OK, I better like look. Yeah. Look good. Right. You know, to make a good first impression. Those are yeah. the pressures no. that I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I feel like these are things that I'm going to still carry with right. me. I, I even just had that thought a couple of weeks ago of like, I should probably learn how to do my hair for next year. So it looks nice when yeah. I'm on clinicals. But then I thought, I was like, why? I like my hair the way it is. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, cause it's not the standard norm of beauty or it's not like straightened or whatever. Doesn't mean that that I should be judged. Right. For that. Right. But yeah, I think you're right, Harjita and Bush. We, we still struggle with that and it, mm-hmm. it will always be a journey. To end it out, I wanted to just ask one more question. Like if you were to describe the way you feel about yourself and the way you look today in one word, what would you use? I would say interesting. Sparkly. I'd say progressive in the sense I'm Ooh. constantly changing. I, yes! And I'm building onto it. I like that. Word. I like that word. <laughs> what about you, Harjit? Fulfilled. Um, thank you so much for joining us um, in this conversation. Please leave your thoughts on our podcast or Instagram or even Facebook page. Um, and I hope you all know you're so beautiful. You are so <laughs> beautiful. I need to call. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe's gonna have fun cutting this out. I'm sorry. 